This is DDS. From the DDS studios, we are your hosts, Blake Melton and Bradley Newberry. Matthew Parker is fishing somewhere on a lake in parts unknown. We got this today, but you know what? We've got his picks right here. We got them here. We're going to play them for you. We welcome you tonight to our 2022 NFC West prediction show. But while we've got your attention, go ahead and go down below there. Hit the like and subscribe button for us there on YouTube. Hit the Rumble button on Rumble. Catch us on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. And you can download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, what do we have here? We are starting with the reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champions, the L.A. Rams. Twelve and five, they finished their regular season behind Coach Sean McVay. They're looking to run it back, Blake. I mean, they lost their offensive coordinator, Kevin O'Connell, to the Vikings. They had to talk Aaron Donald off the ledge. He was hinting at retirement. Can they run it back? Do they have enough? Uh, they've got super superstars, but what else? Well, you know these these guys were brought in as mercenaries, basically. Jalen, yeah, from the Jags, yeah, Stafford, Stafford I mean, from the Lions. I mean, they they had Wait, a specific. There are good players on the Jags and the Lions, and the Rams just took them. They filled the role <laughs> that they needed them to fill for that <laughs> year. Now that's the point for that year. Uh, I, they had a specific purpose this year. They went out and got the players that they wanted. They they settled for nothing less than the people they wanted. Uh, okay. No, I'm just, I can't believe I'm about to tie this back to the Jags again, but they making Super Bowl champs out of Jaguar I'm, draft I'm picks. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. They are out there, but <sighs> I've got some questions about whether or not they're going to be able to run it back uh, whether or not this is the formula that that they used last year will work this year. And they got another Jag. We're talking about new ads. They're bringing in wide receiver Allen Robinson, saving him from the depths of the Chicago Bears, the depths of Blake Bortles and the yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. They're bringing in a all-pro linebacker and Bobby Wagner. What about Odell Beckham? Is he just getting healthy in the background? He has signed with nobody. They have a hush-hush agreement. They'll bring him in in week 11. So, you know, Odell got hurt, right? So <laughs> so he's he's hurt. And, you know, obviously Cooper Cup had a great year. Uh, Matthew Stafford, he did the job that they needed him to do. I mean, you had your questions about whether or not he was that guy, right? But I tell you what worries me right now. This elbow thing with him bugs me. A man his age that, that has elbow problems, I, I find it to be concerning. Um, because my con my concern is, what are they going to do if he goes down? What if he can't play? I mean, what are you going to do then? You just going to well, direct snap it to Cooper Cup and hope he doesn't get caught? Back in the day. When old uh, Trent Green went down, in comes Kurt Warner, and the rest is history. Do we not know? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe there's another story behind Matthew Stafford. 
He goes down, and then we have the next Kurt Warner. I mean, Matt, I mean, the thing is, Matthew Stafford's been doing this a long time. He's 33 years old. That's old. Now, you know, obviously, Tom Brady, he's the outlier He's here. 45. He's got he's a, He's the outlier here. I mean, 33 is old for a quarterback. It's getting up there anyway. And I, and I just don't know with everything that Stafford's been through in his career. You know, he went, he, he won, he won a Super Bowl last year. What I, I can definitely make a case for there's going to be that hangover year from, from the Super Bowl champs here this year. Could be. I'd be interested to hear what Parker says. I mean, we can't go without mentioning their offense, seventh in the league in scoring, mm-hmm. led by Cooper Cup, first team all pro, 145 receptions, 1,947 yards, receiving 16 touchdowns. We touched on A Rob. They got Van Jefferson. Their running back room, though, I'm like, huh? It's supposed to be Cam Akers, but this guy. Yeah, no. Uh, can't find himself on the field that often. No. They have Henderson <laughs> Not at all. Sony Michelle's not there anymore. Nope. Uh, it could be another one of these situations where their controlled the clock run game is the quick passing game. Maybe. I mean, and maybe that's how they try to prolong having, you know, Matthew Stafford around is by doing that little quick two-step, hit your back foot and get it out kind of thing. And kind then, of similar to what they tried to do in Pittsburgh with Big Ben. And to save his elbow, maybe that's all they want him to throw. I mean, maybe. Seven yards and in. Maybe. And let the guys make plays after the catch. Maybe, but, I mean, it's just going to change everything for them when they do that. Yeah. It's going to change everything. I mean, but let's talk about defense. Defense, they – Right in the middle of the pack, they finished 15th in scoring defense, allowing 22 points per game. The superstar, super, superstars, cornerback Jalen Ramsey, first-team All-Pro. Aaron Donald, first-team All-Pro, 12 and a half sacks. If he'll just stop hitting people in the head with helmets at practice. All right, you brought it up. You brought it up. We're talking about practice? Why is it when Aaron Donald does it, it's okay? Is this brushed off? But if it was, say, if it was Danico Autry for the Tennessee Titans, they they would be calling for him to be arrested. Or Albert Hainsworth back in the day. I mean, dude, I I, I don't know. I have my opinion. with a weapon. I, I just, I, I don't really like these joint practices that they do all the time. I really don't like them. I'm sure there's a great reason they do them. I'm sure they're invaluable, but... I think that you're just asking for shit like this to happen. And it was with it was with the, the Bengals, Bengals, right? So yeah. of all teams, why in the world would you do that? Why in the world would you do that? I would think that Aaron Donald has probably heard everything under the sun. My only guess, and Rams fans, please comment below and let me know. Educate us what happened yeah. there. But uh my only guess is that. Did somebody try to take out his legs and his knees? Well, and that's a fair point. To chop it. Fair point. You know, he's the wily veteran. You know, he's he's thirty it's years like, old. We're in practice. Yeah, you can't he, do that. And he's probably a guy that that they are limiting his reps for that reason. They don't want him to get hurt. They don't want his legs to be taken out. So, uh, I don't know. Anyways, this is off topic. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Got there. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Rant. But, uh, but yeah, man. Look, Jalen Ramsey, great. Uh, Aaron Donald, obviously. But great. what about the other nine? 
They got nine more players on defense, and two of them are gone. Von Miller, mm-hmm. Buffalo. He gone. Darius Williams, Jacksonville. He gone. Cornerback. Gave, gave one back. I'm just saying that's that's the question mark. I'm ready to hear from Parker if you are. Yeah, let's see what Parker's got to say. The Los Angeles Rams. I mean, I know Bradley's going to ask me about what happened to him last year. You know, look, taking a look back. And, guys, I want to bask in my glory here for just a minute. The top 10 quarterback, Matthew Stafford, made it happen, baby. Super Bowl champions. And dare I say, the AFC team I selected should have been there. The stars and scrubs theories worked. I mean, what else can I say? You know, they have very high expensive talent at important positions and no names at others. But this Matthew Stafford thing with his elbow seems to be not nothing. The guy had all summer to get healthy. But then this deal with the elbow problem in the preseason, the rumor out there that it's golfer's elbow, which is pretty much just an overuse of the elbow. It impacts the muscles inside of it. I don't really know what it means, but I think we're going to be talking about this again. However, this offseason, I know they lost my boy Bobby Trees to the Titans, but they did gain Allen Robinson from the Bears, and this guy is legit. I know he had a terrible year last year. I think the guy just quit. This guy has had the worst quarterback core of anybody I can ever mention. Listen to who he's played for, who's been throwing him the ball. Bortles, Henny, Trubisky, Dalton, Justin Fields as a rookie, Chase Daniels, Foles. Those are his pro quarterbacks. And let's go back to college. Oh, yeah, Christian Hackenberg and Matt McGloin. And like a true psychopath, let's go back to high school. I don't even know how to say this guy's last name, but let's just say he's a CPA now. He didn't go to do anything. But while they did upgrade that offensive line, is could be what could be this downfall for this team. They hardly ever got hurt last year. That has to change at some point. They had the least amount of holding penalties. That also has to change, screaming regression in both those things. And the man, Andrew Whitworth, retiring. He's a leader on that line. He's a leader on that team. And as Bradley would say, what about the defense? Well, Ramsey and Donald shined last year. Von Miller's gone. Leonard Floyd is the main Escher now. But this year, that defense will take a step back. And Jalen Ramsey is going to be crying a a bunch because they face the toughest schedule against offenses in the league. Here are some of the quarterbacks that they play. Trey Lance, more importantly, Kyle Shanahan, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Carr with Devontae Adams, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and a lot of those guys they play twice. It's, It's going to be an incredibly difficult schedule. They just aren't going to repeat. It just doesn't happen. 10 and 7 this year. Boys. Wow. Calling out Jalen. Said he's said he called him toast. I heard him call him Toast Ramsey. Said he's going to be crying. I could see all that, though. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's that hangover effect from from the Super Bowl. I don't I mean he called what did he, what did he say? Jeez. He called it what? 10 and 7 or did he call it 10 and 7? 10 and 7. Uh, I see where he's coming from. I'd argue 10 and 7 might be enough to win the division. See, we'll talk about the rest of it in a minute. I know, but I mean I don't. 
think okay. that they have enough to win the division. That's why I've got them going nine and eight. I think that they're definitely taking a step back. They're not going to have a horrible year, but like he said, they, they got a tough schedule this year. Um, I suspect there will be some hangover effect. They may have to reevaluate the Matthew Stafford situation at the end of this year. We'll see. Uh, if they stick with their formula and they see another quarterback out there, they may go get them. We'll see. Nine and eight for me. I'm going to go on the assumption that Matthew Stafford plays all 17 games. Because if he doesn't, this prediction is dead meat. <laughs> 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 completely dead meat. I, <laughs> I give them a lot of wins within this division. They still have some this weird thing about the 49ers. I know they beat them in the postseason and got some of that juju off of them, but I'm forecasting a an NFC West title at 13 and 4. What? 13 wins for the Warriors. Jeez. <laughs> okay. We'll see if that's enough. <laughs> we shall see. And if the quarterback goes down, I go down. <laughs> <laughs> you go down hard. You go down hard. All right. Where are we going next? We're going to San Francisco and the 49ers. They earned a record of 10 and 7 behind coach Kyle Shanahan ended with a gut-wrenching loss in the NFC title game to the team we just talked about, the LA Rams. In their off-season news, what we thought was going to be Jimmy G's last pass ever with the pick. Maybe it's not, Blake. Yeah, it sounds like he's taking a pay cut to stay there as the backup. Is he's that what I'm still hearing? home, and and he doesn't even believe it at this point. Yeah, he's like, I never. Yeah, this I know. This is the last thing on his mind. He's uh, over there shunned on a different practice field. Can't practice with the boys. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's whatever. But uh, hey, I guess they have the best freaking backup quarterback in the NFL, which is something that's really nice to have with a second year quarterback that's never taken a snap in an nfl game really um and trey lance trey 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 they're, they're handing the keys to the kingdom to yeah. trey lance and honestly he wasn't good <laughs> trey anything that we talk about in their offensive section of this podcast it doesn't matter nope it's a whole new quarterback trey nope. lance last year he finished 57 percent passing uh, I don't know. They're going to have to lean on some of their key ads, I think. Um, they added the cornerback, Traverius Ward from Kansas City, wide receiver, wide receiver Ray Ray McLeod, <laughs> tight end, Tyler Croft. But the thing Trey Lance has at his disposal is an all-pro duo. Yep. Debo. Debo. Debo's back. Kittle. Yep. Boy, these two had over 2,700 yards and 20 touchdowns combined. Ayuk. Ayuk. Yep. He had a great second half. Juwan Jennings. I'm a Tennessee guy. JJ. Juwan Jennings. Okay. My guy. We haven't even talked about running backs. Nope. You want to? Go for it. (laughs) Elijah Mitchell. Yep. He had him. um, Yeah, almost 1,000 yards last year, Russia. Rookie. 
Yeah. The rookie that ran for almost a thousand yards against the Gators. Yep. Had eleven hundred total yards last year. Ty Davis Price from LSU. Pro Bowl fullback. Kyle Juszczyk. They're the seventh best rushing team in the league. Ball control. They will want to do this with basically a rookie quarterback exactly. in Trey Lance. Exactly. That is how you make a rookie quarterback more comfortable and more successful. You establish that run game. And not to mention the fact that you got freaking Debo Samuel that basically does it all. Um, golly. And then you got Kittle. Mm-hmm. I mean, that he's always there. Put it in the belly of Debo, pull it out, throw it to Kittle right over the middle. I mean, and, and let's not – Let's not forget that Trey Lance is a major threat to run. And run he might have to because this offensive line, Parker, is kind of in shambles. We know we got the all-world everything in Trent Williams. The center, Alex Mack, took his bag and retired. Yep. Leaving gaping holes. I mean, everything in the middle is new. The only thing that you really have that you can trust at this point is Trent Williams. Yep. And I don't even think he played in the preseason. Yeah. He might be have. nursing the injury thing. Yep. If they were smart, they wouldn't. But run and run and run and run a lot, I think will be their offense. Yep. Run early, run often. Let Debo do his thing. Just give the ball to him. It'll be he'll be fine. Their defense was pretty good. <clears throat> uh you could say the ninth in they scoring. Got, yeah, and they got this guy. I don't know if you ever heard of him. His name's mm-hmm. Nick Bosa. Mm. Fifteen and a half sacks. Last year. They got another guy. That was me. <laughs> Tapping on the table. I got a another point. Fred Warner, all pro linebacker. They can run. They can chase. They give the Rams a fit. Yep. And I, I think when you when I think about this division, it boils down to these two teams. 49ers Rams, Rams 49ers. They were both in the NFC title game. It was close. The 49ers were winning. Are are you hinting at maybe a changing of the guard? Or I mean, do we want to hear what Parker says. First? I mean, I think we might need to hear what okay. Parker has to say about right. this before we get too crazy. All right. So last year, this team had a double digit lead in SoFi in the fourth quarter against the Super Bowl champs. Jimmy G should probably have two Super Bowls. That's how good of a coach Kyle Shanahan is. That's what looking back to last year is. It's about Kyle Shanahan and probably the best schemer in all of football. Let me just show you how friendly his offense is quarterbacks. In the first 16 starts of their career, the passing leaders of all time for the NFL, number one is Patrick Mahomes, Number two is Justin Herbert. And number three is Nick Mullins for the 49ers. After that, you get into the name like Romo and Marino. He's just up there with some of the greatest play callers are already. Remember that RG3 year, his rookie year in Washington? That was under Shanahan. And Lance is a better version of RG3. I said last year on this preview pod that we were one year ahead of the 49ers. I know I claimed the Vikings would represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, but after digging into some of the numbers and the possibilities that that could happen, I am questioning my pick, and we'll see if I reverse that on a uh, future postseason selection. But what Lance unlocks, other than the obvious ability to run, he has a massive arm, and he'll use it. 
Last year, Jimmy G only completed two passes over 30 yards in the air. Two. Lance will do that in the first game. Lance will face a schedule of defenses, though, that are going to be in the top 10. For a guy with less than 100 dropbacks in the NFL, it is going to be tough. And now that we know Jimmy G's there, is there going to be a questioning to put him in? Like, is it going to be the fans revolting? And what happens if if Lance gets knocked out for a quarter and he comes in and is fantastic? It's going to be difficult to put him in. So this is this is questionable to me. And we have to talk about Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, but who's after that at receiver? I know Kittle, but as far as wide receiver, Juwan Jennings. So they're they're a little light there at receiver. And of course, the defense. Nick Bosa, if he can stay healthy, is one of the best pass rushers in the league. And I talk about regression all the time. Well, positive regression exists also. Last year, the 49ers secondary was the most penalized secondary in all of football. That will not happen again. Last year, I said this was the year, and I think they can do it. Winning the NFC West under my favorite rookie quarterback from last year at 11-6. and Gentlemen, fantastic. fantastic. Wow, bullish. Is my body language uh, tipping the, my hand at all? I, I look. This is a good 49ers team. I think this is a a pretty good year for them to be pretty good. I think they're in a pretty advantageous situation. That whole point about Jimmy G. What if he has to come in? That is a good problem to have. <laughs> he can handle it. He look. And I know they didn't really love him, right? But I mean. If, if he's your backup, dude, you got the best backup in the freaking league, okay? Arguably, I guess. But I'm really bullish on him. More bullish than Parker. I've got him going 12 and 5. Is that enough to win? I don't know. We'll find out. Wow. Shout out to free safety Jimmy Ward. You're great. I don't know how you haven't been to a Pro Bowl yet. So here's my thing. My favorite team had a rookie quarterback last year too. Mm-hmm. Light he, light years ahead of Trey Lance. Light mm-hmm. years. It's, it's not even close. Trey Lance can't even see Trevor Lawrence for all the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> With this offensive line, that's questionable. Trey Lance questionable. I don't I don't see I'm not as I'm not as high as you two. I get I get I give the props to the people that need the props. We've talked about them on this mm-hmm. show. Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, Bosa, Warner, Jimmy Ward. You're going nine and eight. Woo! Okay. You're going nine and eight. And you have to stay tuned to our postseason predictions. Do you make it? Because we know if you can make it, you can make some noise all the way to NFC title game. That's right. I'm not saying maybe I pick you to represent the NFC. I just don't think you win the division. Yep. Nine okay. eight. Okay. Let's move on to the desert. Arizona Cardinals.
Last year, they earned a record of 11-6 and six behind Coach Cliff Kingsbury. They returned to the playoffs for the first time in six years just to get blown the F out <laughs> by, by the Rams. And the Rams said, you don't belong here. Get out of here. Your 11-6 and six is fraudulent. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they re-signed Kyler Murray five years, $230 million. I guess that's their biggest offseason news. I guess. Or was... <laughs> Or was the biggest news the, the 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 clause that was written in there that he had to study Practice. film well, study for three hours a night or something like that, which he made him take out after everybody made such a big deal about it. Jeez. I mean, look, I mean, for whatever reason, you know, these guys think it's cute to go out there and you know take it take the team name off of their their Instagram or whatever, and that that's supposed to mean something, but. I don't know. I, I try not to get too involved in the and all that crap because for me it's what's what happens on the field. And uh I got questions about Kyler this year. They traded I, for Hollywood. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> what about Hopkins? Is he is he gonna play anytime Do, soon? DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for at least the first six games, right? Yeah. Uh a little PED action. Yeah. Supposedly I didn't claimed to. He, yeah, he claims it was know. accidental. I didn't mean to. Which is, it never ceases to amaze me. These professional athletes, Dude. your body is your freaking, it, it, it is your, your it's your instrument. You have to be responsible for everything that goes into it. DeAndre, and, you don't have to know. That's why you have people. Yeah. Hire have, somebody to keep up with You have plenty of people that will tell you if it's good to go in your machine. Yeah. That's what it is. And, and to be fair, he may have that. And maybe that person got fired. Oh, you know, so yeah. maybe he did. And maybe that person just effed up. So they're without DeAndre. Yep. Which hurts. That hurts a lot. Kyler's not the same without Dude. DeAndre in there. Hold on a second. You know what hurts worse? Christian Kirk gone to the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Hollywood can't fill both of them. No. I don't think so. So they have to bring back Zach Ertz. Yeah. Ertz who's is like still 40 there. years old now, right? Yep. A million years old. I mean, they got the running back that all he does is score touchdowns, it seems like, and James Conner. Yep. So I mean, he get inside the five and he's going to just bulldoze his way in there. <laughs> A little did, bowling ball. What did he score last year? Like 20, 15, 18. Oh, jeez. 18 TDs. Hmm. Golly, guys. Um, I got an aging receiver at AJ Green. Yeah. And and add in, like, they're just, am I the only one that feels like there's this this tiff going on between him and Kingsbury? There's like this power struggle. I think Parker's been mentioning it. Like, like, I mean, he he called, he had him calling plays in the preseason. (laughs) What, What is that all about? I mean, is I don't know. I, I just feel like there's something there. I think, yeah, he signed his his contract. He got his money. But it makes me wonder if Kyler is really happy there uh, under Cliff Kingsbury. Or if there's just a big power struggle going on. Because, I mean... I mean, he's what got did they, what did they really do million for reasons to be happy. I know, but I mean... Look, I mean, he, he's got to do something in the next five or six years, right? He took him to the playoffs. I, I, he's got to make a leap. Did they do anything this year to give him that? 
I mean, DeAndre uh, is I mean, aging as well. Uh, AJ's aging. Ertz, uh, aging. Uh, you can only say Hollywood Brown, but it's kind of out of necessity when yeah. you lost two receivers. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, why are we not looking at the 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 model that some of these other teams are looking at? You know, you're looking at at the Rams, you're looking at the Chargers, you're looking at even the 49ers. You know, they they're trying to build teams around their quarterbacks for what they need, and I don't know that they really accomplish that. No, I really no. don't. I no. mean, it concerns me about this offense. You more confident about their defense that finished eleventh? I mean, they lost some players. They still have an aging J.J. Watt. My question is, will Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons step up these former first-round picks? They were in the – at 11, you got to give them props. That's the upper part. Yeah, well, but Chandler Jones, he gone. He gone. And like we said, Watt's older. Lots older, golden. Obviously, he's got a lot of sacks. Um, I don't know this this eleven and six. I just hear Parker in my head, and if he says it in this video, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm hearing him say regression, regression, regression. Let's see what he has to say. When I think about last year, I know he's no longer there, but Chandler Jones should kiss the ground that Taylor Lewan and the rest of the Titans offensive line walks on because of the man, man, great, 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 great grandchildren will never have to work again because they got paid because of how bad we were in that first game. But they started off so hot last year, the last undefeated team, right? But they were completely opposite from early to late season. Like he has most seasons, Kyler didn't stay healthy, and that's the key. Can Kyler stay healthy? healthy before he was hurt their offense was third in the league but after week eight when he was hurt changed dramatically been the bottom 25 percent of the league every year though kyler has gotten better during the first half of the last two seasons he was an mvp leading candidate in fact there were times talked the year before last that he was going to win it hands down over the last two years if kyler is healthy the Cardinals are very good. In fact, when he's healthy over the last two years, they're 13 and three. When he's hurt or missing, six and 12. And of course, we all follow the Kyler Murray contract dispute. He did the thing they do now where he deleted them on social media, got what he want. But it had that clause in there where he had to study it on his own for four hours every week. There's super interesting things about when Kyler does really bad versus when the new uh, Call of Duty comes out. Google it, it's a whole thing. It's hilarious. But it's not just Kyler's injuries. It's also Hopkins. You know, he's out for six games. And when Kyler is out there with Hopkins, he is a different person. When Kyler is without DeAndre Hopkins, he is 7% less less accurate. It's not just him either. It's the head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. It's kind of an easy-to-figure-out offense, to be honest with you. And this happened during his stint at Texas Tech as well with the Cardinals. Kingsbury has won a total of 24 games. 15 of those wins have been during the first half of the season. They get figured out late. It's vanilla. This offensive line wasn't very good last year. There's something else that concerns me. You know what they did to address it? Nothing. 
Now let's talk about the defense. I'm a big fan of their DC, Vance Joseph. Obviously, Chandler Jones is gone thanks to the Tennessee Titans. But rumors are Dominican Sue could head to Arizona. That's swirling with a few teams. The Viking and Raiders are also on that list. They have two really high draft picks at linebackers. They haven't really sparked, but hey, this could be the year. And I harped on this last year with fumbles. This team got lucky. They were the Iowa of the NFL except fumbles instead of interceptions. Negative regression is coming. With fumbles, they're usually 50-50, right? If you fumble it 20 times, usually you're going to get 10. You're going to lose 10. Last year, they recovered almost 90% of their fumbles. That is not going to happen again. This team is old. I the the They're making Kyler Murray call plays over on the sidelines during preseason because the coach wants to prove to him it's not easy. Something's not right here. And I see this record being at 9-8, and eight, and that is taking this one at the peak. I think this could get re- – Get real bad real quick. Newberry called it. Your favorite Parker's favorite word. Regression. Regression. Mm. He called him at nine and eight for the coming year. He called him old. He said something's up. Cliff Kingsbury's offense is milk toast. I mean, he he talked about their O line. They didn't address it. I mean, like no. I said, they they haven't. We done didn't anything. even talk about it because they did nothing. No, I mean they didn't. That that just kind of got lumped in because they they didn't do anything. If you're a Cardinals out. fan watching this by some chance, tell us down below in the comments that we missed something. Yeah, please, please. I mean, we we may have, admittedly, yes. But for the chances of all three of us missing something in our research. It's, yeah. it's highly unlikely, yeah. but tell us, tell us more. So regression is coming and I think it's going to come hard. Oh, they're going to fall below 500. They're going to be eight and nine. Well, if you thought that that was coming hard, <laughs> I'm predicting Arizona to go seven and 10. Whoa. Jeez. <laughs> to never see the playoffs again. A Goodbye. New, a Newberry bomb. My goodness. And last but not least, we're going no, to no, the Northwest. They are least. <laughs> yep, they are least. The Seattle Seahawks. Last year, they earned a record of 7-10 and 10 behind Pete Carroll. This is another huge this is, turnover, dude, right? This is another one that none of this stuff that I'm no. about to say matters because no. you had Russell Wilson. A you had Russell Wilson throwing borderline elite quarterback. I wrote down in a flash quarterback Russell Wilson, all pro linebacker Bobby Wagner. They're all gone. Yep. And they were this close to losing DK as well. The DK at some points is going to be like, dude, I can't I can't play in this system. I think he's pretty much already there. He just hadn't found his way out yet. Uh, the Q, the quarterback situation is an absolute joke up there right now. If Geno Smith wins a a competition, then you got no competition. That, that's I mean he's gonna win it. It's what it's it looks already like. Done. Yeah, Geno's gonna start Drew over Lock, Drew Lock. Do it. So you have two inept <laughs> quarterbacks up there. How do you go from Russell Wilson to having two quarterbacks that don't equal Russell Wilson? You could put their stats together and it wouldn't wouldn't equal them. It's just so bad. It's a mess. 
I'm shocked DK went back to the and 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 to make it even worse, you know. Uh, so your argument is, I guess they turn around and hand the ball off, right? <laughs> but they get they got a terrible O line. We talked about it with oh. the with the uh, with the Broncos. It's with, uh, absolutely dreadful. I mean, half the time uh, Russell was spending his time running from the other team. Now they did try to address it. They drafted two. They went Charles Cross, Abraham Lucas. Yeah, and I'm not but, hating, but on they're them. both rookies. They're rookies, yeah. They're rookies. You expect them to take some lumps this year because there's some big time pass rushers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you have to go against Donald twice a year, mm. and all the 49ers stuff that they're going to throw at you. I mean, I don't have anything really nice to say. I mean, DK is going. I mean, he's already done. He's waiting. He's just trying not to get hurt. He's waiting for his ticket out of Seattle. To be honest, he with just you. signed a new ticket. Man, I, I no one look. DK is a good enough athlete, good enough receiver. People will pay to get that car, that contract out from under him. It's Tyler Lockett that's stuck because yeah. he's an aging receiver, and it's yeah. it's harder to want to get excited about trading for an aging receiver. Right? I mean, he had eleven hundred seventy five yards. He led the team actually in yards. Yep. You've got Rashad Penny, the rookie Kenny Walker, who yep. just had some sort of procedure done here in the in the preseason. Mm-hmm. The Noah Fant came over in the trade. The tight end who came from Denver. But the questionable O-line, they're very young there. They need to be. They it's it's one of those where who cares if it was Drew Locke or Geno Smith? I think you just go through the season, take your lumps. The reward is at the end of the rainbow in the draft. Yeah. You're just gonna roll them out and play this year. And I'm sorry, Seahawks fans, but are they top three? Uh, draft picks next year. I don't know. We'll see. We're gonna have to see. We'll see. I want to talk about defense before we go to Parker. Yeah, so defense, totally. they're gonna switch to a new scheme. They were actually eleventh in NFL scoring last year. The cornerbacks are all new, which spells doom and gloom in my mind. Yep. The linebacker is the one that I want to call out because we know they lost Bobby Wagner. So who is it? I'll tell you who it is. It's Jordan Brooks. He had 184 tackles for Seattle, which was a new franchise record pro bowler. Safeties, Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs. Does anything pop about a Seattle defense to you? Or is it just like, meh? I think at this point, I think the defense is just going to be demoralized because they're going to be on the field so much this year. Um. I just don't have a good feeling about it. I really don't. You know, a young a young secondary in either of the West divisions, conferences, whatever, is not a good thing. Uh, if Matthew Stafford is healthy, I mean, he's going to throw the ball some. Got Kyler Murray. I assume he's passing. I mean, and then you got Trey Lance. I mean, they're going to they're going to try to move the ball. So I mean, they're going to challenge these guys, and this is. This is just a bad team. I think they are a top three draft, draft in the next in the upcoming draft. What say you, Parker? The Seattle Seahawks. Oh, have the mighty have fallen. Last year was their first losing record since 2011. I got news for you. This year is going to be a losing record as well. It was last year was the first time they've come in last in their division since 19. 19- 1996. They're absolutely tanking this year, and I am shocked that they're rolling out there with Geno Smith and Drew Locke. I don't even know who their third string guy is. I need to look at if there is somebody. It just shows you how bad Drew Locke is. 
Geno Smith beat him out. This I said it. I'm going to say it again. It's literally about tanking because because they actually have weapons, but no quarterback to get it to them. Think about this. They got Metcalf. They've got Tyler Lockett. They're so bad at quarterback. If this team, they will have a top three pick. There is no doubt in my mind, unless they pick up a quarterback, they will have a top three. They will absolutely have a top three pick. The Seahawks want to run, but with these quarterbacks, I got news for you. They got one of the worst offensive lines. They face a schedule of some of the best defenses. No shot at Charles Cross. That was a great draft pick, I think, but he's a rookie. I also think there's a good chance that Tyler Lockett gets traded this season. And going over to the other side of the ball, the defense, man, this can't be further from the Legion of Doom. Their secondary is garbage. They have some decent players. I don't even want to talk about this team. This is boring. They're sucky. This is boring. They're 4-13, and if that. Uh, maybe the top pick in the draft between them and Chicago. That's that's all I got. I'm I'm done talking about this absolutely terrible trash team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Seattle fans! Seattle fans, let Parker know it on all of our social media platforms. At Twitter, DDS Sports Talk, Instagram, right here on the YouTube channel. Hit comment. Yeah, man. We'll talk back with you. He said four and thirteen. Four and thirteen. He was nicer than I'm going to be. To what? Him. I've got him going three and fourteen. They will be fighting for that number one draft pick spot in next year's draft. And it doesn't get much better here with the news. I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to be drafting number three. At four and 13. Wow. It's going to be a long year. You enjoy your nice weather in Seattle. It's so beautiful there. Yeah, right. Whatever. And your home field field advantage is gone now. It doesn't matter. Enjoy your good football. Whatever. Guys, thanks for joining us tonight. Actually, I guess I didn't point out. Yes. The 49ers are going to win, on my mind, win the NFC West. What would you have again? The Rams the at Rams. 13 and yep. 4. Yep. I had I had the Niners at 12 and 5, and Parker had them as well. But, guys, again, hey, like I was trying to say there, thanks for joining us tonight for our 2022 NFC prediction show. While we got you here, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button there below. Hit the Rumble button on Rumble. Catch us on all of our social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. You can also catch the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, final thoughts. The best thing coming out of Seattle this year is the Seattle Kraken, that big beast playing hockey. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Seattle is going to be the number one overall pick in next year's draft. Two tone blue all the way. You guys be well. Thank you